out there. That never gets old. That's amazing. I don't really care. It's beautiful. Anyway, what's going on, guys? Today, uh, obviously, you can tell we're doing a little bit remotely. I'm doing it from my little studio um, that I just recently purchased. No, I'm just kidding. That I built <laughs> you, around doing, my entire life. You're doing, uh, you're doing it in the overplay dungeon. In the over, oh, that sounds way better. Yeah. See, that's, <laughs> that's why you're here. That sounds way better. Even though that kind of, I, I can't invite anybody over that doesn't know I play Dungeons and Dragons. Because if I just say, hey, you want to come over, hang out in my overplay dungeon? I feel like, oh, that's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that might a get a little bit. bit. Yeah, they might get some creepy looks there. Yeah. Just notice I, I did some push ups right before so that I wasn't <laughs> going to poke anybody's eyes out. So, anyway, I thought that you guys would also enjoy that. I, oh. Uh, my camera's backwards, but I don't, what what's wrong with that? Now, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I'm about to go get on, so I I did a couple curls for the girls, and then uh, yeah, I'm doing boy. it from oh boy, oh boy, my little okay. studio. Okay. Ah, um, <clears throat> anyway, so today uh, we're gonna actually be talking about the character sheet. We've talked about DMing, talked about being a player. Uh, now a lot of people, the thing that immediately messes them up is the character sheet. There's a lot to kind of go over. We're going to go over it today. Um, I'll try to make it as easy as possible. Kind of talk a a little bit about how I do certain things. Uh, Again, everybody's different. A lot of people play certain ways, and I think it's stupid. And so I'm just going to tell you guys how (laughs) to I'll try to make it as easy. Oh, that was my bad. I'm sorry. I've got a bump thing. And uh, uh, these are my spot. No. So um, just, I'm sorry, just to go back. Real quick second. You don't play like everybody else? What do you mean? Uh, So, well, it depends. A lot of people have their different rules. So, um, for instance, when you're rolling up stats, uh, we'll talk about that. People do stats way different. I like stats a certain way um, just because – and I'll explain why I like them the way I like them. Okay. Um, Some people play it a different way. Again, I'll I'll explain all the pros and the cons. We'll kind of go from there. But, uh, yeah, so this is kind of what we're doing. So, Um, so – First of all, again, you can print off a PDF of this um, uh, of, on oh. their website on wizards.com. Of what? Yeah, Say it again. Specifically of what? The character sheet. You can there print you off the character sheet. And I think everybody should, especially when you're uh, – again, I after playing for a month, usually I can memorize my character stuff. I don't need my sheet, but it's a good reminder. And if you look at your character sheet quite often, uh, it can help you keep into character – um, it can help you remind, it reminds you with a lot of like, you know, what your, um, stats are. So that way you can, again, you can just play better. And so that way when the DM asks you like, Hey, you know, you're doing an acrobatics check, you can tell them how well or crappy you did. Most of the time it's crappy. So, um, we'll go over it in four different sections. Um, cause I'm not going to go over the second page cause I'll, the rest of the thing is pretty self-explanatory. Um, but that first page is usually the one that gets everybody, which is like he, most of your character's information. So, right, and, uh, and and to be clear and to be fair, you do um, you host um, and you will host um, whether it be virtual or in person. Uh, you'll DM for anybody, essentially. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so no, I I just want I just want people to understand that that's a that's a thing that you know if if they don't if they can't come to you or you can't go to them that it's this is like we're sitting here doing this of course it wouldn't be broadcast live but 
um, you're willing to do Maybe. this for them. Well, or, or yeah. live. Either oh, yeah. way, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I think that it's it's a lot more fun, obviously, when you're in person. But at the same time, I can hide a lot of things where I'm at right now, right? So, I mean, within 10 feet of me, I've got, uh, you know, hats. I've got things. pipes. I've got <laughs> things, right? That I could, So I could kind of go back and forth. Um, you got a broken chair and a half a table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I can go over the, I can grab multiple things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. So it kind of makes, because that's the one thing when I go to like my buddy's house, right? I'd go to my buddy's house and I'd have to bring in all these things. So I'd have to like tell everybody to like go into a closet while I hurry and snuck everything into a closet, <laughs> a different closet, right? Just so that. Not the I one you're about to walk out of. But surprises, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, so the beginning of these, if you're looking at the character sheet, um, which I will give you 30 seconds, pull that up. Just look up, uh, D and D five E as in echo, uh, character sheet PDF. I think if you, uh, (laughs) if, if you Google that on your own, um, hold on, let me see. Maybe I can. You'll see big black. Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll. I think I can uh, share on my screen. Tell me what it is again, and I'll look it up. Uh, D&D character sheet PDF. Hold up. Hey. So it's giving me a sign-in, but I don't want the sign-in. I just want the image of it, correct? Yeah. Let me just go to images here. Let me look it up. Oh, 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 what? Wait, what's this? All right, let's see here if I can't um, share my screen and post that up on mine. Let me see. Uh, that would not be. Oh, Edge. Let's see that one. That, oh, yep. There we go. Can you see it? Yep. I hope so. <clears throat> That's the one you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Because this has all, and now. I have become slightly familiar with this because um, you can just leave that up like that. That works. Yeah, um, that looks pretty good, huh? Um, oh, let's get that wide angle. Kind of like the small one. Woo! Oh, my God. <laughs> Showing both of my I'm just gonna, <laughs> How do I get things to block me? So um, if you're looking there at the, the top of the sheet, that's okay. got a lot of your um, – general information right it's got your uh class level your um race your class and level which again you don't really need um because you should already know that i think you can memorize that your race your background your alignment um so alignment so background it just gives you a couple extra benefits you can look up uh dnd background so you you know one of them's like a hermit so if your character was kind of you know, all by himself in the middle of the mountains, stuff like that. You can kind of give your character a little bit of more story and a little more background. Um, that's why it's called background. So uh, it just kind of helps your character, right? <laughs> See how that works there? They're yeah, no, it's kind of weird, right? Um, alignment. So alignment is how your character views the world. It kind of uh, bases a lot of their personality. So there's six different things. So the first one, there's the first three, which is the initial, is chaotic, lawful, and neutral, right? Or chaotic, neutral, lawful. And that is chaotic. Obviously, you don't abide by anybody's rules or laws. You usually don't care about breaking them. 
Um, you don't have like a code, right? Like samurai have like a code that a Bushido that they uh, listen to. So they, they are chaotic. Uh, neutral is like, you know, uh, you kind of listen to it just because you have to. So you will follow the laws, but you're not really a lawful person. You don't really believe in the laws. You don't have a code that you live by. Lawful, you're full of laws. You have all the laws. You're a good person, not a good person. You play by the rules, right? Yeah, I th- I think you discussed this once that you had a character. Uh, maybe it was a paladin. Yeah, uh, and like you followed the laws on everything because mm-hmm. like that's what your character was. It was like he follows the laws, he does everything. That's yeah. what that is. So, and then obviously the one that doesn't wouldn't like a criminal or whatever so if somebody's got like so so if you want to be a criminal but not actually go to physical jail in the real world then you would probably be that because then you could act as a criminal in D&D and be just fine so when you uh in uh D&D other like earlier editions of uh D&D not 5e and uh, there's also Pathfinder, though some classes actually demanded that you play a certain way. So like Druids had to be neutral in one of their things. So they either had to be, you know, they could be good, but then they had to be neutral in the lawful area, right? Um, so in the, in 5e, you don't really have to worry about that. They leave it very open so you can play whatever character you want. It's super nice and super friendly for all the people that are new. Um, once you get kind of intricate, I think Pathfinder is a lot of fun. Uh but 5e is a good beginning base, which is why you're here. So um, player's name and experience points. Now, experience points, I never use. I never use. We already kind of went over this before. Um, I but don't reha- use. rehash it again because I, why, why, why would you not use experience points here? Because I do I've, it based on. Let me, let me just tell you from the noob here. That's N-O-O-B because that's how you spell noob. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Like experience points to me says in the future, when I come to play again, I'm going to take with me these experience points. And now I'm a level, I don't know, whatever thing and drew it. And now I'm better. Right. So why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you keep experience points? When you play a campaign, most of the time you play with the same group of people, right? I like to keep everybody around the same level because I don't want people to, um, to go around trying to do different things or trying to get the last kill or rushing players uh, to go through things so that they can get level ups. I also, again, don't want to base it on um, if, if you just see experience points, you're, you know, it's like an RPG, right? You know that a dragon's going to might level you up where, you know, these goblins won't. So why would you take the goblin thing? Cause you want experience points so you can get better. So what I do is I just make stories and then after a certain amount of time, I level a character up. So a lot of times, like with our last campaign, I did it every four sessions. We would level up, right? Every session was about six hours. So it was about 24 hours playing time. And every time we would do that. Wait, you uh, said a single session is six hours? Yeah. Like everybody sat in the same spot for six hours. Yeah. It was actually pretty impressive that we because we played with this group for about three years. Every Wednesday, six hours. Damn, every Wednesday. That's incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. Like, so um, if if anyone out there is listening and wants to see like a little bit of live, and, and it's rough, it's a rough around the edges, um, kind of alive. What what uh, Jay does here, as far as like 
uh, DMing, you could go to the overplay uh, on YouTube and watch this. Even Facebook, I think the video's up over there, but you could watch it. And I think we put in an hour? Two hours. It was an hour each time. So, okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like an hour per session. And it and, and it's very involved. Everybody gets very into it. And you, like, yeah. you lose people. But six hours, that's incredible. Now I could see that. Honestly, I could see how you would lose people in six hours. Like, like okay. If you're into it, I could see that you would um, lose their interest. But I could also see that off the crew that we were watching, you could run that for six hours and they would be fine. Totally engaged. Oh, yeah. Minus the so, one adult that was intoxicated, he'd probably pass out. But the, the rest of them, very much engaged. It's incredible. Yeah. And then, and that's, well, again, so with the kid ones, you, you can kind of see you got to like play to each group, right? So like kids are not going to take as long because they don't want to talk to every person. When you play it with adults, a lot of adults will talk to every character that you have in this town right they want to see all the shops they want to get little cute things they want to find swords and want to try to find treasure so they will go through everything so you got to have every nook and cranny where something i realized when i was dming for kids was they are like oh we got to kill a dragon cool let's go kill a dragon like they don't care about the people in this town uh, yeah. I really any anytime there's an people. opportunity to murder or kill something they're they're jumping all over it yeah they're, they're murder hobos <laughs> for sure yeah they're just straight up murking people they don't care right so it's actually uh a pretty good again it i don't go off experience points because i, I also don't think that um there it's really necessary right i don't feel like it's uh, you can just play with people uh, till a certain amount of time. And now again, that way it, it doesn't, I, when I, I want to enable certain behavior, right? I want to enable like just playing for the team and taking care of the mission. And, uh, that way you get more into character because if, if I ask you right. to go get an egg for me, you're not going to be like, Oh, well I know if I get a certain amount of experience, I get this. So I'm going to hurry and rush ahead. It's stuff like that. I just think it's better. And again, also keep yeah. people, uh, in, um, into the game. So I, I like it. Hey, how's it going? Cringy dad. So, uh, anyway, so I think that it's a, I don't personally believe in experience points. Um, for that reason, again, we ha- you sure, get a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. When they play, uh, when they play, they just want to like and, get all the experience or get the treasure. And, um, it doesn't make it fun for the rest of the people. And then you start hating that player. So maybe, and maybe I covered this, um, or asked this question before, uh, in another one, I'm pretty sure that I did, but do you, um, like, let's say you run a campaign for, uh, four weeks. Okay. So it's, mm-hmm. it's two hours once a week for four weeks. So you're into it eight hours and, and then it ends and you're done. And then you start a new campaign. Does your character, let's say you decide to keep the same character, does your character keep the same experience and level, or do they restart with each campaign? So I, what I usually do, so our campaigns are a lot longer. Every time I've played a campaign, it's usually about a year um, of six hours a week. Crazy. Every week. So uh, it's a long thing, right? And so to me, if let's say your character, if I do level up, let's say it's eight weeks long. Let's say, so I'm running a campaign. I do this for like a camp for kids that they can play every day for a month. So if we were to do that, you would level up several times. Now, if they came the next month, 
I probably wouldn't allow them to play their character because their character would be level 15 and everybody else would start out at level one, right? So then they play a new character. Right. But their old character is now an NPC in this world, right? So it's kind of nifty because – so at the end of a campaign, I go – we always ask, hey, what would your character do, right? What would your character be doing at the end of this? Um, we are, my, the, one of the last ones that ended, uh, it was – my buddy was running it and I was like co-DMing it. Uh, he, my guy was a monk and his was a monk. Mine, uh, was a drunken monk. I said that he kind of cleaned up a little bit and he runs his own Kung Fu school in, uh, this town called Rosewater. His character okay. killed himself. So you, you always have like different <laughs> stories about what people do. His obviously wouldn't be there. But when we went back to Rosewater with our new characters, um, right. you got to see, uh, you know, one of them start, opened up a brothel. One uh, mine opened up a kung fu school, and it was this kind of like cool place everybody wanted to go to because they and they know your character, so it's kind of cool because you you can't meta right, which means right. like fourth like wall take over stuff. the top, yeah, like be the yeah. the strongest of the strong, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, when you also you you can't um like you're not gonna go up to him and be like, oh Lou, that was my name of my character. You wouldn't know that, right? Your character wouldn't know. But it's kind of nifty. So you because get to go it's talk a new campaign. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you get to go, though, and still talk to them and see what they're doing. And it's a lot of fun for a lot of people. So, yeah, I don't usually. Now, if it's low characters, let's say you only leveled up to level three. The next time we play, I might just say, I might, because I usually talk to all my char- uh, players, my characters, all my players <laughs> before we play. Uh-huh. So I might say, hey, guys, you guys want to start out at level three? And then this person can play their character. And then, you know, so they make their character to level three, which is usually what I like to start out as. So that way they're not just, uh, so, you know, bullets. So do you Hi, ever, do you, do you, Hi, Ashley. Do you ever, um, like, uh, and maybe you answered this and I under, understand I'm also producing at the same time I'm doing this. So I'm trying to make sure everything's okay. But do you, so let's say that after a year, six, eight months, however long a campaign runs. Yeah, and you end it, and uh, my character uh, Centurion, or you know, I just made up a name, is yeah. my that's my character, right? And now my we're term. done. Mm-hmm. Would you ever incorporate my old character into the new campaign? Um, I have before. Yes, usually I have to talk to the person because I'm going to take over a lot of what they do, right? Um, I'm going to be like, hey. So you, so you want uh, to make sure that it's not like, like if they're out there uh, murdering, uh, like they're killing all the baby dragons. And in your mind, that's for the next campaign. That's what you wanted to do. But in, in their mind, they're like, no, my character would never murder baby dragons. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So usually I'll talk gotcha. to them okay. and I'll be like, hey, uh, would your character uh, be willing to do this? Um, so, I, so I've incorporated it a couple ways. So okay. again – so oh, for part of it, I usually like to use my own because I know I have unlimited freedom with them. I role play them. Um, it's super nice in that aspect, right? Okay. Uh, but other people's, I've talked to them. I'm like, hey, this is what your character is going to be doing. Um, is that something you could see your character going with? And then you kind of have to update them slowly though. So that way they don't uh, go over, right? They don't know more of the story than they need to. You want to try to give them as little as possible. Sure. But enough that they can role play their character, right? Yes. So yes. you can't really make them a main bad guy. Um, but uh, for instance, if I'm like using a co DM, somebody that's kind of helping out, I I asked to use uh, his 
old character from like four campaigns ago to be the main to be a main player uh of the the villainy that is going on and uh <laughs> the villainy the villainy so but it's really nice though because <laughs> on, again it's it's really cool because you all of a sudden when they see that character yeah, yeah. from far back now the time i don't ask characters what they do so i've kind of already talked about my hell campaign of how we go back to hell in the 10 circles i will put their characters possessed by the demons um, in circles that they did. So we, again, you play for, with them a whole year. So you know, their sins, right? Right. You know, if they're, uh, going around all the brothels, you know, if they're gluttons or greedy stuff like that. So you can put them yes. in all these circles. And then when you go through hell, they run back into their characters as evil and they got to fight them now. Right. So, yes. um, at the end of set, uh, campaigns, I love to snap pictures of everybody's character sheet. Uh, which is a great reason to keep your character sheet updated is for stuff like that. Um, okay, because okay. I've used it multiple times and people always love it. So uh, yeah. even if I don't, if I think a character is cool enough and that character is not even playing, I might have their, like, you know, I know I'm never going to play with them again. I might keep their characters in that world forever just because they made such a lasting it, impact. So, right, right. Because it's something you like, something you want to keep going and incorporate. And yeah. All that. yeah. Yeah. I get, I get it. Yeah. So uh, on that character sheet, again, at the top, that's what that information is. On the very left, we'll break it into like three little sections. You can see like there's little lines that break it down. Um, there on the left, you can see your stats. Okay, this is something else I do a lot different. So you got strength, the 6R, the uh, your first, your physical, which is strength, dexterity, constitution, and then your mental or intelligence, wisdom, charisma. Okay. Now, obviously, these are do, pretty self-explanatory. Do, do you want me to put this back up? I took it off. Yeah, the, it I took it off the the stream. So let me hold on. Let me put it back up. Give me just a minute here. Let's see. Um, I see, oh, let's see that one. There we go. Boom. Okay. Boom. There we go. Boom. Okay. okay. So uh, there. Actually, okay. We'll go over. Get out of my thing norton so um <laughs> you have viruses yeah so there the, okay so perfect uh, there at the very top you see a thing called proficiency bonus um in 5e that is how much um as your character progresses in level mm -hmm. it's the amount that goes towards um your skills it goes towards attack um it's just your overall bonus in proficiency in fighting and skills so um, that will go up. You will actually see that if you look at your character on uh, whether that be their website or if you look at it in the book, it'll show your character progress. So really just every time you level up, you'll look if, see if your proficiency bonus has gone up or not. If it hasn't, you can leave it the same. If it has, you can. Uh, uh, tell me where again you're, you're looking here. Uh, there the, on the very left. So if you break okay. it off into three sections, that left section. Yep. Okay. There okay. All right. 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 Got you. Right below that is inspiration. That's if you have like a bard in your group or you have certain magical items that kind of help you. This is just to remind you that you have uh, inspiration points, which is you can reroll a die. You can um, – there are certain things you can do with them. We'll go into that on another day. Um, inspiration, you really don't need to know because it is very uncommon. Um, and if it, it becomes common, uh, usually the character that's giving you this or the item that you have will describe it all for you in pretty good detail. So then 
if you have six, you have the six thing. Again, strength, dex, con. So, again, it's all usually self-explanatory. Strength, obviously how hard you can hit with uh, bigger weapons, um, how much you can carry, uh, which is pretty important when you're wearing armor because you don't want to get over and cucumbered. Dexterity. <laughs> Dexterity. You're, you're an idiot. Is, yeah. Dexterity, <laughs> that is uh, all of the things, right? In all honesty, Dex is king in 5e. They kind of mess that up, but Dex is king. You said 5e. Yeah, D&D 5e. What is that? So the 5th edition. That's like oh, fifth the edition. most common. Okay, yeah. so the E technically stands for edition. Edition, yes. Um, so dexterity, that goes towards a lot of light weapons to hit, um, like rapiers, which uh, are pretty good weapons. Um, if you're a monk, you can use those with your fists. You can with strength as well, but the reason why Dex is king is it has a lot of good attributes, like a lot of good skills that go along with that, stealth, stuff like that. But it also goes towards your AC, which is your armor class, which is how hard you are to hit. So unless you're playing a big armored character, um, if you're going to have like leather armor or something like that or no armor if you're a monk or a barbarian, really strength is kind of pointless. You can usually get away with a better item that's dex-based. So dex is pretty much king. That's something you should really look for. Uh, look for. Then you have con, uh, constitution. Most people just call it con. Um, what, what and that is, is – Yeah, oh, oh, sorry. You're going there. I shut up. I'll shut up. You're good. Uh, constitution is um, really mostly what it affects is how many hits you can take. It, how it deals with a lot of how much health you have. Uh, con also has, you know, it, it's a small benefit of like, you know, if you're uh, certain spells or if you're in the middle of the desert and you're trying to like will your way um like will your body, your your constitution, right? How much damage you can take. So con is pretty good uh, because, again, it's how much health you have, um, which means you can take more hits, which is great. So then your three mental skills. First is intelligence. Almost pointless. Almost. That is, if you were going to dump a skill, that's the one you dump for sure. So you want to be stupid. Well, even if you just take a 10 in it, <laughs> which is – like average, right? Okay. So and we'll go over that in a second. If you just go average, you're fine, right? Okay. Um, skill, uh, intelligence can help on a couple of things, but really it depends on how intelligent you are as a human being, right? Nobody – I have never played a DM. I've watched Critical Role. I've never seen him call out people. If you're an average intelligence and you get a, a puzzle or a riddle in the game, nobody calls you out going – no, you're smarter than your character. Maybe nobody wants to tell everybody that they're smarter, but still, um, that's something that's usually my first dump stat. I think that it's cool for uh, role-playing, but there are better ones for role-playing. So uh, your next one is wisdom. And uh, actually, the intelligence, there are a couple classes where it's pretty good. But unless you're playing um, a certain type of rogue or a wizard or something, it's pointless. Anywho, wisdom. Um, this is another one for certain spellcasters, such as druids, um, stuff like that. That's how well you can how how so intelligence is like knowledge. Wisdom is like how well you know how to do things. Really, it's like right. street smart versus 
book smart. So you you you've um, said Druid a couple of times. Tell, um, I, I I have to pause you here. And what what is fine. Druid? So a Druid is a magic caster that uses a lot of nature. It's a pretty much a pagan who uh, just. But all everything has to do with nature, right? So okay. all of their spell it's usually all their spells come from nature. They usually get a animal companion, which is pretty nifty. Uh they can turn into animals. Um they can't wear metal, they can only wear wood and armor, um, stuff like that. So I love druids. Druids have like a little special place in my heart. Again, they're all animal based. So when um I was playing a druid. I took it a little too seriously, and I <laughs> oh, this is the one. Every time I saw a dead raccoon on oh, the side of the road. Oh yes, yes, I, I remember. Anymore. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. I started trees and making love to them. <laughs> so, got a couple of saplings uh, out there in the forest. Didn't wear protection, so. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> So, would, so bad would, joke? No, bad you. Oh, whoops, so, whoops, I didn't mean to clear it. Would this? Uh, hold on, let me see if I can find. I I pulled up a picture of a druid. Uh, let me see. Is this the? Hopefully, I'm showing the right. Yeah, I see it. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's a druid. Yeah, that was. Oh, that's a like a really cool druid. Mine didn't look like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that that would be a druid. That's a good druid. Um, usually, yeah, you're wearing some type of. Um, cause you do cast a lot more spells. Um, they have a better spell list. I would count them as a full caster. So you usually have your cool stuff. Obviously you want to wear, right. Right. You know, sure. Antlers and stuff like that. So, okay. Let me, let me, uh, do you want me, I'm going to take us back to our, uh, sheet here so that you can, uh, correct that. There we go. So, uh, the reason why intelligence is not a dump stat compared to wisdom is, or intelligence is a dumb stat compared to wisdom is because of skills. Now we'll go over skills here in just a couple minutes. Um, but really the big one is wisdom for some reason is your perception, how well you can see things. Um, okay. Perception is amazing. If you have great perception, all of a sudden you're, uh, and also it, you, you can just see a lot more, right? So right. Um, it's also, uh, which if a character is being stealthy, that's great. You can hear things better. Um, you can find trap doors. There's a lot of pros to it. Um, the other one is insight, which is like if people are lying. That's another good one because obviously everybody you talk to is lying to you and they're trying to get you killed and, you know, kill your mom too. So that's another good one. So there's a lot better skills for uh, wisdom than there are for intelligence, which is why it's another dump stat. Or it's not a dumb stat compared to intelligence. Sure. Okay. And the last one, which is one of my favorite, which is why paladins are king of the world, is charisma. Uh, charisma, I know, self-explanatory, but some <laughs> people don't know. Charisma is um, it, how well you, how well people like you, right? How well you can right. talk to people. Right. Um, so... Charisma is great because that's role playing is a huge part of the game. Yeah, there's fighting, which is really great. Um, but charisma is you talking to people, how well they like you, how well you are to lie to people, how well you are to, um, you know, persuade people. They, right. The skills for charisma are a lot better. Uh, again, it's something that you you will deal with quite often. And 
those are the talkers, right? If you have somebody that's really charismatic, when you there is like a good point, like, hey, we got to go talk to this girl. We got to, you know, talk her into giving us this info. Right. You're, they're the ones going, right? It's yeah. never the, well, you know, I say that. However, some people, it's, this is when you got to, you know, take your character. Whoopsie. <laughs> That was a, that was a choke hey, uh, uh, Would you shut your text message notification off? Keep your phones off, okay? Because it's kind of rude. Um, We're so, looking at you, Tommy, in the back of the class. Yeah, exactly. Tommy. Um, so charisma's great because it really does benefit you. If you're not a charismatic person um, – I always recommend people play a charismatic character and try to be, uh, again, a part of it is also your words because how you say things that come out of your face is <laughs> in real life. It's one of the only, right. so there's a pro and a con to this, right? It's one of the only things that you have to actually be good at a little bit to play it. Right. And I, I don't mean, I'm really, I just mean you can't be garbage at it because sure, sure. You know, here's the thing. Strength if we're in real life, I'm not going to tell you, hey, well, lift this bar to see if you could lift it. That's not a thing, right? You'd roll and you'd be done. Dex, I'm not going to make you do a backflip. I'm just going to have you roll the dice. But uh, charisma, so remember how we talked about intelligence? If you right. have it, you can use it without it. Charisma is the opposite. You kind of need it because um, okay. you have to if you If I'm like, all right, you go talk to this girl and you roll really high – but the first thing out of your mouth is you're not going to get very far with her, right? Because the words that came out of your face were dirk and dirk. So now don't wrong, it won't look as bad as if you just said that. Okay, uh, okay, hold on I a second. Uh, so so okay. So there is a uh uh there's a stigma with uh Dungeons and Dragons players, right? Like they, they're all dorks, they're nerds, they live in there. Yeah, you wouldn't know anything about that. this. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, I imagine that the majority of the ladies and guys that play this, if they're ever confronted IRL with a opposite sex that they're attracted to, the first response to them is, Dirk, Dirk. <laughs> hey, do not talk about my people that way. Those are my people, Okay. <laughs> That being said, let me hurry and share a story really quickly because okay, this guy has people in his basement and for sure kills people. Like he's a for sure serial rapist and murderer. Okay. okay. So I am at this place called Game Haven. Okay. It's just oh, a gaming I, know, I know the place. You know what Game Haven is? Yeah, I know it is. Yeah. You can play. You can play D and D there. Sadly. They've got usually board games. They have Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And Magic Pokemon the cards. Gathering. That's a big magic one. Gathering. Like from my, my circles, magic is the, the one. Anyway. So they also have like a bunch of dice there. Okay. So I go there looking for certain dice because it was before I thought about Amazon. Um, I had Amazon, <laughs> just didn't think about it. It was stupid. doesn't matter. So I go to the store. I'm like, hey, let's look at that. Plus, I like to see if they have deals on miniatures. Sure. Um, and then I'll yeah, up, because right? nobody wants to spend money on that stuff. Well, no, it's well. It's just nice if you can get one. Oh, they had one that's two dollars. It's like angel with wings cut off. I'm gonna buy it, and it, once it goes on sale, it's mine. So I go there, and I'm looking at the dice, and this guy, dear lord, he gets right here to me, right, right here. So he, he's he's you you can uh, smell his terrible breath. Yeah. So he is well, and this thing, 
He gets up from playing D&D, comes up, stands right here while I'm looking down, while I'm like bending down. So I'm like his chest height. And I'm kind of looking at things. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? So I kind of look over like, I'm going to have to, like, there's no way that this kid. We're we're about to have a fight. He's going full nerd, right? And uh, so I'm sitting there. I kind of look up to see if I know, if I recognize him. I don't. I'm really good with faces. So I didn't know this kid. Uh, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I don't know if he's going to try to fight me. I don't know what's, this is kind of weird. You're you're like, we're about to have a fight. Yeah. So I stand up and I go, "Uh, what's going on, buddy? And he does this. He does this. Hold on. I got to I got (laughs) to Hold on. This is the creepiest fucking thing that's ever happened to me. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me. Yeah. You sip that, that classy margarita there, buddy. It's a Cosmo. That's not the point. So he does it. He goes, uh, he goes, okay, hold on. He goes, that's it. Just, (laughs) that's it. (laughs) Does not say, hey, buddy, just, (laughs) that's it. That's, that guy keeps people in his basement for sure. Like that guy for sure was trying to lure me in. I didn't think he, I think it was because I was bent over and I'm kind of like fucking on my knees trying to look for dice. I think he thought I was a child. Those? He came up and approached me and when I stood up, realized I wasn't. And his first reaction was, that's, that's Those? Dirk Dirk, right? That guy, even if he had a 20 in charisma, was going to fail that save. I don't know what that was. Those are 100% of the people that I believe play the game. And I think I think... And not just me, sadly. I think that's a lot of people think that the guy that's or the girl that's playing this game is the one that you're like, hey, buddy, what's up? And they go. And that's it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It scared me. Um, uh, but it's not. But 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 for the record, for the record, it is not. That is not the people because um, I have now been introduced into a whole different world, and that is not the case. Well, whatsoever. Yeah. Obviously, I think he was playing like he's playing that like little game with uh, it's the character like the Marvel characters and DC yeah. and they, whatever that is. My sister plays that. Uh, it's not. I don't understand it. It's like chess with. She's a dork. Yeah, she's she's a nerd too. But uh so we we're yes, those people do play as well. But at the same time, if you get a bunch of good, fun people, your buddies, um, they're not all psychopaths, right? Uh even if you are a nerd and you're not very social and stuff like that, you your social circle is probably similar to sh- social status as you, right? So if you're not that uh charismatic and your friends aren't that charismatic, you might be able to get away with a lot more stuff where if you have somebody that's really charismatic in the group, he might take over even though he's not that charismatic because he's really good with words. Right. right but that right, kind right. of benefits you, right? If you are really good with words, you're good, you love Shakespeare and stuff, you can uh, talk very well and use that to your advantage. So sure, I don't think it's a big deal if – I mean uh, that guy was weird. If you ever do that, I'm sorry. I, like, I want as many uh, followers as possible, but – if uh, you're that guy, I don't care because I don't want you knowing where I live. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I'm gonna have. To I to I got place. no business with you knowing mm-hmm. where my basement's at, buddy. Exactly. So stay away from my dungeon, okay? And also <laughs> stay away from yours. Okay. <laughs> Two different dungeons. So, 
that's charisma. Okay. Like I said, it sucks because you do have to work at it a little bit, but at the same time, I think it's the most beneficial. So, um, after that, you got your saving throws. This again is just for you. So, you know, which, uh, so every class has saving throws where they get to add their proficiency bonus okay. to the saving throw. So this is just for you to mark on it. Um, it usually has a line next to it so you can add the number so you can immediately do the math and or say, you know, oh, hey, I rolled an eight plus six. I had a buddy who was terrible with math. We never let him <laughs> count himself. He would just tell us what's on the die. He would tell us what's on his paper. That's great. So at eight, six, 14. And uh, <laughs> dude, every time. But if you're not good at math, that's fine. Uh, two things. One is calculators. Two, if you have somebody that's better at math, just yell it at them and they'll do it, right? Yeah. He yeah. would always, he would always do out. this thing. He would always do this. And this is when we realized he'd be like, carry the four. <laughs> 62. And we're like, nope, nope. Well, mm-hmm. what if I'm that's, taking away nine from the six, bro? I- <laughs> nope, not today. So just you just tell us what's going on there. So anyway, again, it's for you, right? Um, right, yes, yes. That you, when you tell the DM, you can tell them what you had. Uh, so next one is skills. Okay. The rest of this isn't going to be as long, right? This is, this is going to be the next longest part from there, honestly. It's not going to be long at all. So don't worry. Don't worry, baby birds. I'll <laughs> let you go. Ahead. Okay. First one, acrobatics. These are in alphabetical order. Makes it pretty easy. Acrobatics, right next to it, will show dex, which means that it is a dex skill, right? So you would add your dex modifier, right. which is on the dex thing that we were just talking about, the skills. Um, okay. So you would add that plus your proficiency bonus if you're proficient in it. Again, every class has six things they're proficient in or eight, depending on the, the class. You'll, mar- you'll put there's little circles. You'll mark those. Those are the ones you're proficient in. Oh. So then you can just do the math on it. Let in me, general, let me bring back up your uh, um, your Page. little paper here. There you go. So, um, so you can see that there's those little circles. We're talking. Um, are, are we talking the first column, second, or uh, middle column? So in the first column, this is different than the one I actually that is on there. That the one that I found on their website. So this actually has it broken up perfectly. Honestly, this is probably better for most uh, beginners. So on here, you can see the page that they actually have it um, for, uh, in each individual thing. So you see the ones that are strength based. This is actually really smart. I actually really like this. Um, so Maybe you can you see, should change the way example. you do stuff, buddy boy. Oh, that's actually genius. So you see on that first <laughs> one for strength, there's only two. We're strength talking have good skills really again. They've made, look at Dex. Dex has like five. Okay. But, um, okay. Hold on. Good. Slow, slow your roll there, buddy. Uh, which column are you? So there's first on the far so left, first, the middle first one. First on the left. Nope. The left. Okay. So you see where it says, uh, strength and right next to it has two little dots and it has those two things next to it. The two writing. It says swimming. Oh, oh, swim, swim, wait. So or swing throws. Swing, Th- oh, swing throws, athletics. Yeah. We're in that. Oh, strength. Okay. 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 I got you. I got you. Oh, strength. That's two. Um, I'm going to go off of this. I'm just going to go in alphabetical order, make it kind of easy. We can kind of talk about it because I can't read that because I'm blind. So uh, acrobatics. So that is you trying to jump over a table. That's you jumping. Um, That is you doing uh, if you're walking on a tightrope. 
This comes into play a little bit, um, more than a lot of these are going to. Okay. But uh, not like a ton, not like stealth stuff that's going to happen often. Your next one is animal handling, how well you're going to be able to ride a horse, how well you're going to be able to calm a dog, stuff like that. It's your animal handling. Druids get pluses to it. They're really the only ones that are going to put into it. The only ones I really see who should put into it, if I'm being 100% honest. That's wisdom-based. Okay. Um, okay. Again, wisdom spellcaster. Right, 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 right. Uh, Arcana. Um, or arcana that is how well uh you can sense magical like you can tell what a magical item is um that's an intelligent one that's probably the best intelligent one in my opinion um you know being able to see if someone's casting a spell to know what spell they're casting stuff like that's an, an intelligent thing so um your next next one is athletics one of the only two that are strength um athletics is your climbing and your swimming now, most to climb up a rope is like 10, right? It could be uh, it could be higher if you're like an armor and stuff, but um, same with swimming. It could be harder. Doesn't come into play a lot, and there's a lot of ways around it. Um, a lot of, um, you know, if you have a character that is nimble and can climb it very well, they can go up and throw down a rope. That's pretty easy. That's usually what I see happen. Same with swimming, right? You could always tie a rope to you and have people pull you in. There's a lot of ways around athletics. Not really uh, a great one. If you think that uh, it would be good for you, then go for it. But I just don't think it's one of the best. Um, Going to become that probably not used very often. Deception. Great one. That's the best. Now, a lot of people get around this, and actually I do too. Uh, in my daily life, if I'm talking to a supervisor and he goes, um, you know, did you steal that burger? I would be like, you know, you, you get around it, right? You're like, oh, right, I sure, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't steal a burger today. I stole it yesterday, right? So that's not a lie. You're kind of alluding to it, right? right You're just right, or you right, yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, but still a great one because if you have to lie, it's a good it one. That is kind of a work around it, right? Is trying to f- find a way to not lie, but you're also doing it on the spot. Someone is talking to you. So if you're not quick with lies, like I lie, I'm a pathological liar. So for me, it's, it's not a big problem. For other people, it might be. So that's a great one to be like, no. And then you roll and see if it's high enough and they will actually use their insight to see if they um, – can tell. So that's a good one. Like if you're dealing with an orc and he's very stupid, uh, you can realize like, Oh, I could probably trick this guy. Let's use this deception. So that one gets used a lot. That's one of the top five, I would say. Uh, next one is history. How well, you know, like the history of the land, um, stuff like that. Again, pretty basic, uh, not going to get used a lot. Uh, could be very beneficial in certain situations, but again, not very, it's not super beneficial. Right, I think, right. you know, charisma can do more for that than uh, history can, but whatever. Next one is insight. We already talked about this. This is knowing when someone's lying. It's a great way to not only know if people are lying to you uh, about missions, but being able to see if they, you know, they just don't know what the hell they're talking about, if they're crazy. I think it's one of the most beneficial. Okay. That one, I say that's probably top, top five. For sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, next one, intimidation. This one's a charisma based one as well. 
Another great intimidation, uh, another great skill for charisma, scaring people. So if you're interrogating somebody and you want to scare them, this is a good way to do it. Um, now, I use interrogations in two different ways. Mine, if it's a strength, this is the one that I would actually say roll like as a strength check. Okay. If you're trying to break something in a scary way, like just to kind of scare that. So you're breaking something to scare somebody, right? You're like, you know. You break a branch so you can break their show. To, you, was, you can break their arm. Or I was just right? gonna say you break a twig, and that's supposed to scare somebody. Nah, no, I, I can't I think say of it. Like if you if you like had a pack of cards, uh, like a fifty-two card deck, and you broke that, that could be like, okay, you've got some forearm yeah, so and hand strength, pan, yeah. right? You're gonna bend a pan to scare them. <laughs> okay, bend, fair enough. Bend okay, a pan. okay, um, an iron rod. But if you're trying to be like, you know, I will kill you, then I would do it as charisma. Okay. Um, but still, great. I wouldn't put it in the top five, but it's still a great one because there are plenty of times where I've had to interrogate somebody. And if you don't have intimidation, it kind of sucks. You kind of have to, you know, hold, you have to have more leverage and stuff like that. Right. Um, right. Depending on your DM, if your DM sucks, I've had a lot of DMs like this <clears throat> where they don't want that, that character to give up information. Um, this is kind of just, again, how well you know your uh, DM. If your DM makes intimidation pointless, I, I, this, is, this is one that I, a lot of DMs who aren't as good as me uh, will, <laughs> will usually make this pretty pointless. And so it's usually a dump stat for a lot of times. Okay. I like to make it very pertinent and very um, and good. Like, I like to use yeah. this a lot because okay. if you're going to put – <clears throat> here's my thing. If, you're, if your characters – your players are going to put in something into their character to make them great at it. You should let that shine if it comes up. Right. 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 Yeah. Uh, doesn't have to be every time, but let it shine. Like let let it shine. Let I was just shine. about anyway. to sing that stupid song. I know it's it not a, even a good song. Um, medicine. <laughs> so this is healing people using kits to heal people to see what type of uh, you know damage is done to them. If you're a cleric or you're a paladin and you need another one to throw on there, this is a great one. Um, it's a wisdom-based one as well. So, again, clerics who are also wisdom, I think is their uh, spell casting um, modifier, this is a great one. Know how to heal people. Um, know how to use healing kits, especially at early levels. At later levels, you'll have enough spelling. Uh, you'll have enough... Um, spells to not worry about it right but at early level this one's king so um that's a good one nature how well you know um you know the how to really just how you know well you know trees stuff like that it's not a great one it's just another it's a, um, it's, it's nature one. let's how, be honest how, yeah, how, yeah it's a dump one so Don't do i'm that. i'm looking um if you're watching this on the video, I'm leaning forward. What? Where are you? Where are you exactly? On this, so these are on all this. in different things. So this is wisdom. So this would be in that wisdom one. It should be right off there. I'm not going in. I'm going in alphabetical order of the skills. This oh, is based. Okay, in, I'm following um, you. You're you're in. You said you're in wisdom. I got you. I'm following you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're like so, the. So if you're on the if you're looking at the sheet, we're one, two, three, four, fifth one down. Yeah. Um, the next one is perception. Perception, great. This is seeing people. This is hearing people. Um, uh, there are plenty of things to make this uh, even 
even greater. Um, so there's two different types of perception. There's your passive perception and your actual perception, you rolling, right? You looking for something and something catching your eye is really the two difference, right? So if you're riding oh, right. and you're going down, if all of a sudden you see a goblin's ear, you might immediately pick up on that. Your passive perception um, is usually 10 plus your um, perception. So if your perception, math people, it's not that hard. Um, <laughs> One plus it's, one. Yeah. Um, Jello. So it is it is a great one to have because um, stealth characters, goblins, uh, hiding, people hiding, things like that. Perception is really good. Finding treasure, uh, finding hidden doors, stuff like that. Great uh, way to, to do it. Also, disguises, stuff like that. Dude, it's amazing. Perception is the best. Right. Uh, okay. So then you have performance, you performing something. Usually you have to choose a certain thing. Uh, you'll be like uh, singing or you'll play a certain instrument um, or it's you doing a jig. It, it's how well you do, right? This is more for role playing. I think it's kind of one of those. If you're a bard, then I would definitely get it. But if you're not, if, it's, if you need another stat, then go for it. Um, otherwise not a big deal. It's another charisma one though. It's, it's fun. I think it, when you're in a bar and you want to like liven it up, you can always play. Right. Um, if you're right, a bard, right. this is your thing. Like this is what you should be the best at because of the charisma. Best. Exactly. Okay. You want to okay. go in and you want to sing and, and do great. Um, persuasion, persuading people to do things. It is one of the best. This is, I would say another top five one, um, you know, having somebody help you, uh, talking somebody into not killing you, um, looking to get information. If you play Assassin's Creed, like that's another one. Religion, knowing religions, knowing gods, knowing stuff like that, usually pointless. Um, religion, I think, also goes into like uh, demons and stuff like that. So if you're playing a demon related campaign, it's a good one. That's very, okay. it's all of the intelligence ones are very specific, campaign specific, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Sleight of hand, another dex one. Go figure. This is a great one of pickpocketing, hiding things. Um, if you want to hide a knife in your keister because you're getting locked up, this is the way you do it. The way you do it. Uh, if you want to hide a, a handcuff key, this is the way to do it. Sleight of hand. It's good. Again, you're not going to use it all the time. It's definitely not a top fiver, but it's definitely good, um, especially if you're a rogue. So, uh, Stealth is your next one. Another great one. Getting around people. Anybody that's played Skyrim knows that stealth is the way to go. You can go in knives a blazing, right. but stealth is always the best. I don't think Skyrim's uh, the only one. Like if you, uh, for anybody out there that's ever watched or ever played like uh, Call of Duty, for example, you you yeah. hit that dead silence. You're stealthy and you're sneaking in somewhere and you're hopefully getting them. Um, in the, my case, you. They still kill you, but I mean, the point is, is you're sneaking you in. Got there more shots on because of it, <laughs> right? Well, I made him aware that I was going to be an awesome. I was exactly, <laughs> um, but that's like I said, that's another really good one. You get that at really high, mm -hmm. people aren't seeing you, right? And again, right. it's all relative because obviously, if you stand right in front, it's not like Skyrim where you just bend down. They're like, where'd it go? But at the same time, if you're trying to get intel, you're trying to get around big bosses, you're like, I ain't fighting that dude. Right, this right. Is a great one. Right. And the last one, 
survival. Survival is it comes into play a couple ways. First is if you're uh, trying to track somebody, you're trying to track footprints. That's how you do it. Survival's not perception. It's uh, it's survival, knowing which way they went. Okay, that can come into play in a bunch of different ways. But the other one is if you're in um, the wilderness and you're you know you want to make sure that it, a lot of times you roll survival to see how well you're doing in the heat. Well, if you're survival, it's like you getting through it. Uh, we kind of talked about that with Khan. It kind of depends how you're doing it. Right. If you're like, oh, hey, well, survival, I would know that, you know, wrap something over my head and keep it cool. And so I made it farther. Gotcha. Um, con, I think, would be like you pushing yourself beyond that, right? So that is the last one for skills. Um, again, survival, also not a top fiver. Um, uh, it has one for your passive perception, which we already talked about. Uh, other proficiency in languages is a little box. Your character can speak multiple languages. Intelligence does benefit you in that way. Um, you can speak more languages. This is just where you write that down just so you remember. Um, pretty standard. Armor class, that is how much armor you have um, or decks, stuff that builds on that, how hard it is to hit you. It's the number you're going to have to memorize because the DM is going to say, oh, I roll. Okay, ooh, that's 17. Does that hit? You'll say yes or no. Okay. Um, initiative, that's when you go to hit. That's, you, that's also another dex thing. Whatever your dex is, is usually what your initiative is. So there's other classes that allow you to use other things like charisma or wisdom. But initiative is, is always based on dex. Those just add to it. So initiative, when you're rolling before you fight, it's how, your number, right? And again, right, this is just right. for you to remember. Oh, plus five. So five, 15 plus five, you can do the math. Speed, how fast you run. Again, this is just for you. This is just your kind of knowledge. Unless you're a monk or barbarian, it's going to be 30. Unless you're a short person, then it's going to be 25, whatever. It, um, pretty easy. Your current hit points, I, I personally keep a calculator uh, to do my hit points. I don't write it down okay. on this paper because you're going um, to go over that. You're going to – it's easier to use a calculator and know your hit points and then constantly make your paper look like crap and constantly print it off. Same with temporary hit points. Um, I will – that's something I will write down because it doesn't come into play often. Um, if it does, I would try to use another D20 to kind of say how many uh, hit points you have because you can't have multiple. Um, your successes and failures, your death saves, I think you guys can count, you know, keep that on track. But if you can't, you're drinking a lot when you're playing. This is a great way to just mark it off, race it. Hopefully it doesn't come into play a lot unless you're a stupid player. Then that's on you. Your attacks and spell casting. This is another good one. Um, it's got your the name like so usually the type of weapon the attack bonus for that weapon if your weapon has a plus one on it obviously you're going to add one to that right and so you might forget that my buddy every time he was playing would always forget he had a plus one weapon and that he got a plus one if he's using a certain type of weapon so he would mostly use uh you know throwing knives but then when he uses one weapon he'd get a plus two and he'd always forget so this is a good way to remember that um and then also how much damage you can't remember how much damage your weapon does if you use multiple ones this is a great way to just look down it has three points most of the time um you can also put your spell casting on here i would only do like a spell the rest of them i personally would just print out your spells and have them ready right um no, okay fire spell nope one d6 also that way you can read the whole thing because a lot of people 
don't. And then when you try to explain it, you can't. It's just easier to read it for your DM. So there's that. Um, below that is your equipment. A uh, good place to write down all your stuff. I usually keep it in my notes on my cell phone uh, personally. But it, uh, if this is easier, you can always write that stuff down. That way you know what you have. Um, either that, honestly, I would keep a line paper over this just because it's such a small square. Uh, your personal traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws. Now, in the origin, in the actual book, you can actually pick out of certain ones to kind of. This is honestly just for you. I don't really use these. I will I'll write my own. I don't use the ones in the book. I usually go off of those. Um, I I just write things of like, oh, his mom was killed. So, you know, or his friend was killed when he was young. So he never lets a friend die. Uh, his flaws. He is very greedy. Right. So that's right. what I put in there. Yep, yep. Um, features and traits. So if you have feats um, or traits that you acquire, this is the place to put them. Um, again, I usually print it. I usually copy off of their website and print it onto Word doc. And then I have that printed, so I have everything in front of me. I have all my stuff. So this is you, kind of small, and do, I don't like—I don't write well. So do you know? I, do you know the like the traits and the strengths, weaknesses, abilities of everybody that you're DMing for? So everybody that's there for this campaign, you know all of these things for them. Yes, for the most part, I will. I might forget one or two, but for the most part, yeah, I know. We usually talk about once you level up, right? You usually level up at the beginning of a session, at the beginning of your sessions or end is usually how I do it. Okay. If we're leveling up at the end, I'll just like every time. Well, either way I ask them like, Hey, what did you guys, what are you guys taking? And everybody will say their stuff again. If your DM is kind of a dick, maybe you're more inclined to not do that. Um, just so that you can, um, you know, keep things from him. But I think that's kind of silly. I think you should, your DM should know because, your DM should want you to shine on certain things. So there's one that does it for insight that makes your, or sorry, your perception. It gives you a plus five to your passive perception. Well, if I know that your passive perception perception now is 20, um, well, I know you're going to see certain shit and I can bring that up where if you don't tell me, I can't tell you that you saw that because I don't know that. So that's something I, right. yeah, I'll know every, everything for characters. I'll usually write down their best abilities on a piece of paper. So my, dm screen you can put papers in every time i when i play for people for a campaign i'll usually write down each character and like a little thing about them and then all of their best traits like oh okay hey their passive perception is plus 20 so i'll put that like i put like highlights um okay last thing we're gonna talk about because that's that's the whole page that's the whole page right um, pretty pretty easy the one thing i didn't talk about we're gonna hurry and talk about and then I'm, we're gonna go is how i do the points for your strength, dex, con, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. Now, a lot of people play where you roll three dice or four dice, and then you take the lowest one away, um, and that is your um, for each one, right? So you'll roll six, you'll roll that, you'll roll four dice six times in a row, get rid of the lowest one. And those are your numbers, right? Now, the, re the reason why I disagree with that is some characters might be great. Some characters, I've had people roll where they've rolled 18 three times um, and then rolled like 16, 15, 17. So their character is amazing. Yeah, yeah, they're killing everything. They're killing everything and they're right. doing great in literally yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Where some people might roll very low. 
the the problem with that is it doesn't let the people shine in which in in the things they want to shine in, right? So if you're a druid and you you want your wisdom high, but you rolled really low, well now your character is pointless. It's useless. You might you're going to kill them off and get a new character, right? Right? Um, or you're going to keep or somebody's going to be like, just keep rolling till your stats are okay, and you're going to keep rolling till you get 18s. It's stupid. So what I do is I give you 80 points to put wherever you want. 80 points, that gives you 10 in each, which is 60, okay. 10 times 6, strength, dex, <laughs> that's math. Right? Yeah. That makes you an average player. You get 20 points to put whatever. So now you get to make your player the, whatever way you want, and you can make them the, at good at the things that you want them to be good at, or you can make them mediocre at everything. You get the choice, right? It's not – It's not. nobody's going to be better than the other other than like races and classes and, and feats and stuff like that. But you all start off the same. And I like that because your character is supposed to be the main characters. Your whole group is the main characters of a campaign. Right. And I think you should right. be good at, you want to be good at. So that's how I do things. I don't, like I said, I don't personally like that because it, it's a skill-based thing. And if you're having a bad day and you roll really low, either that or you're going to have people cheating because they don't want to be shitty or people killing their character. So I just don't I think understand like, why you would cheat at this game. Honestly, like, because if you're, we've had, we've, uh, there's one guy, uh, he always would cheat whenever he had a chance. I'll bet you, um, I'll bet you he had a die that, a 20 sided die that doesn't even have a one. Yeah, I have got one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I will admit, I did. So the only time uh, I've ever cheated was a certain DM wanted to kill my character all the time. He'd always go after my character like deliberately. And I'd be like, dude, that doesn't make sense. Why is he attacking me? And he's like, just because he can. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not fun, right? No, it's not fun for No, it is not. No, uh, no. So if, if I, again, you're, I'm the storyteller. If I right. want your character dead, I'll just give him a heart attack and he's dead, <laughs> right? So it's not fun for anybody. And no, when you're picking on really a character, not. it's not fun. No. So. I had that, so whenever we would play, I'd get it. So where the one is, it's a twenty. So I'd just constantly be rolling twenties, <laughs> be like for days. So uh, it's one of those things. I think it's better um, that I didn't do that with other uh, campaigns. I only did it with sure, my first one that sure. I played with this group. Other than that, um, yeah. So I think this way you don't have to cheat. You just play. It's fun. Everybody's equal. Nobody's. Uh, you know, oh, well, his character is better. So it's just a better <laughs> way. I think you guys should play that way. If you guys have any questions, please reach out to us on Facebook. Um, you can also please chat on here, like, and subscribe on YouTube, um, subscribe on Twitch, do all that stuff. Enjoy having fun. Um, if you do actually want to try to get a game going, all four people watching, if you guys want to get a game, you have a group that you guys want to play with, reach out to me. I might be able to do it. Yeah. Maybe we'll try to set something up. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, just let me know. So so, so what's what's uh, interesting is that the uh, audio um, numbers are a little bit better than the live. We're still trying to kick this off, get it going. So uh, tell uh, what's your email again in case somebody does, and if they're scared to send a DM via Facebook or Twitch or or YouTube, what is Tinder. the Yeah, if you, if you don't want to send it through that, uh, it's theoverplaypodcast at gmail.com. Send it there. Um, let me know. I check that daily. And by daily, I mean by like literally the hour. So uh, I've got nothing going yeah. on in my life. 
Facebook. So, so. And then check the other um, live sessions we've done. And uh, I, now they're not, they're a little bit chaotic. And, and we're trying to work out some. Uh, also things. consider it with kids. So if it's for, if you want us to play with your kids, realize that's how it's going to go. It's yeah. not going to go better than that. That was actually great yeah. uh, for kids. They do a good um, job. But if you're adults, know that it's going to go better. It's going to go different. There's going to be a lot more story, a lot more details. Kids just don't give a shit. No, they, they just, just want to. Ki- yeah, they want to go. They want to kill everybody. They want to get done. Exactly. Uh, They're murder hub. Yeah, they so, are. So the overplay podcast at gmail.com. Um, Jay is over there on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, wherever it is you're listening, you're watching, and doing whatever it is you are doing. And um, that wraps up this week's. Um, uh, what did you What did you call this? The uh, the sheet. What did you call this? Yeah, the character sheet. Yeah, the this character sheet wraps so. up the character sheet for um, this week. So we will yeah. catch you on the next. All right, guys. See you next Thursday.